0: The Forum at 8 on SAFM.
1: Eight minutes after eight here on AM Live. Thanks so much for tuning in and for staying with us if you've been with us all morning. Now, it will be Father's Day this Sunday, and we want to um, establish as to why some fathers, especially young fathers, uh, seemingly do not remain involved in the lives of their children. Um, Let us uh, take the advantages of children growing up with And without a father. And I must just uh, say thank you uh, to Pippa Green uh, for sharing some of uh, the information at her disposal with us. And uh, this comes from a a study that was conducted. Um, It was done through the National Income Dynamics Study run by um, Saldru. um, And this is what came out of that. Now, half of all African children were identified as having fathers who were alive but not part of the child's household. And for a further 6%, the status of the father, whether dead or alive, is actually not known, and um, you know it goes on um, the study and, and and comes up with some very interesting and uh, I guess somewhat disturbing um, you know conclusions as well because it goes on to say that um, the presence of fathers in the household is clearly related to the economic well-being of the children. Now, although poverty rates among all African children was very high, they are significantly increased. Uh, they uh, the, the Those levels are significantly increased for children whose fathers are not resident in the household. So, you know, we're going to talk about this uh, some more. We want to know from you, you know... um are we raising a nation of ATM fathers who only step up to the plate because the law um, compels them to? And also, why do we still have men who run away from their responsibilities of being fathers in this day and age? So let's look at this particular topic. The lines are open 891 104 and um, you can also tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. Alternatively, SMS us on the number 3470. And joining us uh, in studio for this discussion, Jerry Mufukeng, who is a relationship consultant and also a marriage counsellor. Thanks so much for coming through this morning.
2: Thank you for inviting me. And, um, well, one of the topics that I'm really passionate about, and I always say, ah, but my daughter, where are the men? Indeed. Let, when we go beyond the birth certificate that says male, where are the men? Where are the fathers? And so I'm really excited to be talking to you about this subject. And good morning, listeners.
1: And also joining us is Dr. Ken uh, Resnick, who is a psychologist. Thanks for your time and always being uh, available to speak to us, Dr. Resnick.
3: Morning, to Ken and morning to your listeners, and it's always up pleasure.
1: Now, obviously, this is quite an emotional discussion to have, but, you know, um, the stats don't lie. And it, it, it is a very important subject. I mean, I was talking earlier about um, a message that I received from someone that said, you know, Happy Father's Day, Mom. Yes. And, you know, it just hit home for me about how many women are actually having to stand in and do the job of a father. Yes.
2: Yes, because, you know, there there are things that we are best at. There are things that we are worst at. And which is why in the discipline of a child, somewhat the father plays a role of when it's time to say no and to say no once and the first time. And it's understood that that's what it is. But then that same father dates his daughter. So that the daughter understands that the this, this cuddly bear is able to protect me, but is also able to discipline me. Then that girl grows up as a balanced human being. And sugar daddies stand no chance. Now, when it's only the mother, and the mother has to play that role of the father, and especially raising sons, that 's where the difficulty comes in, because the mother says "No," and the father, the son says, "No, i don't take a no" for an answer," and they keep testing and pushing and pushing the limits, and somehow somewhat the mothers come to us for counseling and so on. Now what do I do? blah blah blah, but you how does a mother father and and the father is is not dead he's alive but he's decided to to outsource his fathering
1: to the and, mother and 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 that is also one of the issues that i find quite difficult to grapple with because how does someone knowingly that they have a child somewhere just walk away just distance themselves from anything that involves this child you don't know the conditions under which this child is growing up. You don't know what this child is eating because you are not even making a financial contribution. You are just simply absent.
2: Without, without uh, really getting, letting men get away with it. Fortunately, we, we have a psychologist who will explain this scientifically. One of the things is, Sakina. sometimes we're asking for certain males to father and they don't have the vocabulary. They don't have the tools to father because they themselves are limping. they cripples. And, 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 and so when you ask of them to father, they just don't have what it takes. And, 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 and
1: But is that, is that an excuse to walk away? I mean, there are women, and, and, and I'm always struck at how harsh... Society can be on women. Yes. When women say, if a woman were to dare say, you know, I have no mothering instincts. Yeah. We come down on her like a ton of bricks. Absolutely. But yet it's okay for a man to say, I have no fathering instincts. I didn't say it's
2: okay. I didn't say it's okay. But all I'm saying is, listen, please understand. I, 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 I the, 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 honorable doctor will explain it better. There's what's called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. hmm all right and, and 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 daddy plays that role very well to meet those needs for everyone of their child the the physical needs you grow up walking with shoes that always have holes in them you you struggle to get a cologne, just just physical needs. What kind of adult are we raising out of you? The the the, the shelter. You you always. I've heard of men who have sold the house with the wife and children in the house, and 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 these people have gone from this shelter to this um, cuckoo to this whatever you and and love and belonging when you know when a father loves especially his daughters those they grow up balanced knowing exactly what love means the first man to hug that little girl is the father to kiss that girl is the father to date that girl is the father and when that has happened now this father grows up and has not had all these needs met He has grown in a jungle. And so, somewhat, you're going to need to start from zero to inculcate the values and the self-actualization, the self-esteem of that person. Before they can give it to somebody else, they need it for themselves and and so it's a difficulty to demand those things because it's it's not easy it's not easy which is why a lot of men then compensate with money and they do not quite understand that when your son Scores a goal, and Daddy is the one who jumps in the grandstand. When that little girl is in the uh, a performance, and they even miss their lines because they're looking in the audience. Where is Daddy sitting? That those are not material things. Those are not photographic moments. They are those things that just says, Daddy approves. Daddy was there. Daddy. Uh, 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 cheers me, mm.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dr. Uh, Resnick. I mean, um, just coming back to you, um, you know, w- what does it do to a child when that parent is absent, when the dad is not there? Uh, uh, just looking at, you know, uh, the emotional impact, self esteem issues, and and just coping.
3: All right, look, yeah, there's <laughs> so much to, to talk about. I think we have got to look at, firstly, what is the purpose of bringing a child into the world, and what are their needs? And they also have a hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. In other words, if a child is not clothed and fed, it can't be educated. Mm-hmm. If, a, if a child isn't eating, it can't be, it can't be educated. If a, a child is abused and doesn't feel safe, it's not going to be educated to its potential. And it cannot grow up without an adult. Children have to have an adult to help them reach their potential. So in reality, as adults, let's call them mom and dad, we are guiding them to adulthood. Now, at the moment, the father is absent. And if you know, there are myriads of reasons why dads leave. You could have had a guy with a one-night stand. You could have had all sorts of different reasons. There's no excuse for that. The problem is the poor mother that has that responsibility of now guiding this child, helping the child feel safe, uh, dealing with her own problems, And maybe not making a go of it. And everybody gets confused. And what do you end up with? You end up with a very insecure child. Often, if it's as I say, if it's poverty-related, the the odds of that child overcoming that, if the parents are not taking proper responsibility in terms of what's required to bring that child up, it's going to be affected. So even if it's not the father, it can be a grandmother, etc. I'm not so much into the father has to have a father figure, Obviously, a male figure helps, but if a, a mother that's competent, that's confident, etc., can fill that role, but, of course, <laughs> there are not many that do that. So there are just lots of factors, and, you, you know, it would be really interesting to do a survey of how many absent fathers were married, how many had a one-night stand, uh, how many just had a decided to break up with their girlfriend and just ran away. There's just so many factors to this, but at the end of the day, Bringing up a child is a job; it's a management job, and the adults are the only ones that can help guide that child. And unfortunately, leaving a mother alone in in a state of poverty is just not acceptable. And and I agree. You know how are we going to get these fathers in? But we, I believe, we can look at circumstances before they even have children, and deal with something there, rather than irresponsibly just bring these kids into the world, and they're not going to be. Tended to or brought up, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I hope that makes
2: sense. I think one of the things that the doctor brings through is that you can father the child that you did not necessarily bring into this world. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think a lot of men can actually play that role in healing our society because when those sons when those daughters grow up with a father figure that is able to meet those needs even more than the fathers who are present in the house but they're not fathering Mm. and so the, the the fathers can but i think we're blowing the fuses expecting the mother to be both because there is that balance where even we as parents call each other to order because somehow we we go we overstepping the loving and the disciplining and raising this child without injuring them how do you expect that child to grow up with emotional intelligence when there's been that bankruptcy of education of loving just a simple thing a simple thing of affirming a child I, I remember my wife works as a, 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 an educator of nurses, and, and she's a counselor, and she talks about one girl who is struggling. She says she, she was winning medals at debates, at athletics, at this, and not once, not once did the parents say, well done. Once. And she's up to this day, and in her middle 20s, she's crying for that affirmation from parents. And so she tries to find it somewhere else because the parents just never said, well done.
1: Mm. Before I go to the lines, here's a tweet from Portia. Um, um, uh, uh, and Portia wants to know, she says, it's a very informative subject indeed. But I want to know, how can a daughter compensate for an absent father. Uh, let me start with you, Dr so,
3: Yeah, it, it, it very much depends on the, how the mother's state of mind. If the mother is confident, if the, if the mother is uh, helping a child feel safe and secure, uh, it normally is okay. If the mother is going out, if she has met a partner and the partner comes in as that male figure, That's going to be fine. You know, in many ways, we make too much of a fuss because you can get abusive fathers. Mm -hmm. So we need a male figure that takes on the responsibility, that knows what he's doing. If that mother has just chosen to wrap herself around her daughter and suck emotionally from that daughter, it's sort of codependent. Of course, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So that mother has to be strong, but also get on with her life, which might mean maybe getting a partner, which that daughter can maybe to, uh, relate to. So so much is circumstantial, uh, but you don't have to make up to, for an absent father if other factors and other structures are in place. And normally you'd find if you investigated something like that, there could be a problem with a, a relationship with a mom, and she's... You know, she's crying out for maybe an adult figure or a father figure in her life because things aren't okay. Uh, so it's all about really whoever that main caregiver is, knowing how to manage that child in a strong way and knowing what the, you know, meeting the child's expectations. That's very important.
2: I think one of the key things is the circle around the blood line. Uh, whether from the mother's side or the father's side, there's borangwa nebo as we call them mm-hmm. in our language. Those people who are older, who care about the welfare of this girl, and they step in, and they are the ones who do those things I was talking about. They're the ones who take this girl and walk with her. They're the ones who want to find out how she's doing in sports. They're the ones who take her... To winter shopping, those kinds of things, so that there is a respect and appreciation and a a a proper attitude towards the other gender that is well matured and grown, so that before she can deal with lovers and suitors and what have you, there is a relationship, there is a foundation that's been laid, and and I think for a start. Let's explore those networks of Mm -hmm. the Rangwanis and Malumes, And then beyond that, I think in in other socialization platforms such as the church and so on, where there might be a few good men around who sometimes are able to minister to this girl without exploiting that relationship.
1: Well, I'm listening and I'm hearing both of our guests, but I can't help but wonder, uh, you know, whether we are... So perhaps soft on men because we are much harder on women. A woman, you know, we wouldn't talk about, uh, for the most part, finding, you know, a a, a mother figure somewhere because Uh. when a woman strays, the wrath of society comes down on her. she 's called all sorts of names yeah. she 's castigated uh, you know and and, and and in some instances uh, she uh, they are even cast out of society because mm-hmm. she is a woman. why don 't we apply that same sort of sanction on men? Why is it that with men you know we we, we almost seem to um, excuse them um From these responsibilities But I don't want to hear from the. I want to go to the listeners I want to hear them I want to bring them in And then I'll come back to our panel And of course we are talking about absent fathers And the impact of absent fathers on children uh, But I must just say also There are responsible and engaged fathers out there Who do their share of parenting And they put in the work So let's just be clear Those fathers are there but there are those, and perhaps too many of them, who are not fulfilling their
2: responsibility. Be- before you disappear, just, can, let me just throw one question, and don't answer it. Also, who raises the man? Who raises the man? I'll just leave it there.
1: Let's go to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two oh eight. Matthew in Durban. Good morning.
4: Good morning, Sekina, and to your guests. Thanks so much for having me. I think my first point is just to say it's absolutely appalling and disgusting that men refuse to be a part of a child's life. It takes two, a man and a woman, to make a child. It takes two to raise a child. That's just how it's designed. And that's the balance. For whatever reason, that's how it is. That's how God made it to be. But you never actually know love, and I'm speaking from experience. You never know love until you actually have a child. And and you go through that experience. As hard and as difficult as it is and a lot of work, you never actually have that love until you have a child and are actually responsible and are there every day to be there with that child. You want to make the sacrifices and leave all your put your greedy desires aside so that you can be there for that child. Because there's nothing more rewarding at the end of the day when you come home and your child is there with a massive smile on his or her face, saying "Daddy and Mommy. And I promise you, I'll see you with my two and a half-year-old son. He he rides my my wife like gives a a, a really good hard time. But if I step into the room and take a different approach, it's balanced and vice versa. And that's, I think, the core of on the ground, two parents, a a, a mother and a father, being able to give the right discipline, the right direction and guidance. And my boy is the most loving little guy you'll ever meet. And it's not because of me. It's because of my my wife and I being able to do what we were not taught to do, but we were built to do. And that's how we made it.
1: All right. Thank it's you so teamwork. much uh, for sharing there, Matthew. Absolutely. Bongani, you're in Tembisa. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Well, and you?
5: I'm good, man. Uh, I would like to just comment on the topic. Apparently, that, that this situation is not only lies with men. Like, for instance, in my case, I've been involved in my daughter's life since she was born in the 20th century. uh I, At the time, I was uh, I just came out of a, a university. So I was supporting her, supporting her mother while she was studying. And then recently, just uh, about 10 months ago, because my job is to work from one country to another. So obviously they felt the absence of me in their lives. But financially, I was there supporting them. Whenever I had time, I would make time to go and see them. But now, because I broke up with the mother, uh, the grandmother felt now I don't have a right to take my child away. Like, for instance, I used to, whenever I got a chance, I used to go and take my child to to the mall and play games and do whatever we do, like, together. So now, because I broke up with the mother, now, the the only time that they allow me to have is to go in, inside their family and stay with my child inside their family. I'm not allowed to take my child out anywhere, which is now, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm actually putting my child at risk according to them by living with my child away and uh, she loves me and i love her and then i did some investments for her like educational investments which the mother knows which i like, gave her all the detriments and uh, ir- irrespective of that i do send money but the, at, the, at the at the time where i am now i feel like i'm just being an atm because i'm just sending money i'm not allowed to see her and her mother sometimes has to lie to the grandmother in order for me to see my child So, Mm. it's not only, I do want to get involved in her life, but I'm not given that opportunity. Of course, I cannot stay with her full time because I'm working uh, far from where she lives. But I do make time from month to month, even if it's once a month, to go and see her. But at the moment, I don't have, I'm not given that opportunity. So Bongani, like,
1: thank you so yes. much for sharing that with us, because you know we also want to get into the reasons, you know, for this phenomenon, and I think Bongani helps us on that path. This morning we are talking about absent fathers of men who run away from their responsibility of being fathers in South Africa, and I must just reiterate, there are responsible, engaged fathers out there, and you know uh, we appreciate those, we applaud them. I don't know whether we should actually. Because th- 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 that's what fathers should do. If you have a child, that's what you are expected to do. But given you know, the circumstances we find ourselves in, I guess uh, that's why it comes to that.
2: I, I, I've said in some men's forums, I said, look, when you feed your daughter and you uh, love your daughter and you provide accommodation and you affirm and you do, why should I applaud you? Mm-hmm. You're doing Exactly what should be done You're doing nothing extraordinary But because of The rascals out there Who just don't do even The basic of what Is expected, we end up Wanting to applaud and praise And and I'm not saying This to discourage the men Who are doing, but please understand You're doing what is normal What is expected The basic requirements Of fathering fathering you know let's 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 change the text of what happens at the awards so many people change want to thank their mothers and their teachers and their coaches where are the
1: fathers Mm. Let me read some of the messages before I go back to the line. Humotsu Maluleka says, It's sad that most mothers never neglect kids, yet men even forget that they've impregnated someone. Wendy Gumete says, uh, Shows like Kumbulekaya show how many kids, even adults, are waiting and wanting to be united with their long-lost fathers. Sustenius Makubele says, the. Absent or abusive fathers get all the attention in the media, but the good ones, nothing. Even on Father's Day, it Mm. is sad. And um, then uh, just to run through some of the SMSs here, uh, Granny in Pinetown says, SK, my sons have always wished me happy Father's Day. I raised them alone with no help, financial or otherwise, and the father is still alive. Muriti says, um, it's not the problem of men only. Women have this problem of pushing men from their children. Stay in Durban says, I'm a father. I have experience of mothers who go out of their way to make it impossible for me as a father uh, to father my kids. I am yet to meet a father who deliberately walks away from their child, biologically or not. Hmm, stare. You'll be surprised. And yeah. this one says, it's because young mothers of today use kids as bait and weapons. Um, Eddie in Udendalsra says, uh, oh, hi, uh, we are here Men, as men, and those who don't feed their seeds are not worthy of the title father. God, as our father, feeds us every day, even now. And fathers, uh, let's look after our children, I plead. That's from Eddie in Word This one says, I'm an absent dad. Three of my children are from one night stands. I came to know of them when those who said um, are their fathers disputed their paternity. How do I love them? while I was the second choice. Whoa. Dr. Resnick, let me start with you.
3: Right. Okay, well, look, I I think what's really, very important, you know, there's just so many variables here. What is very important, and I'm very confronting with men, they can't just have a child and bring home the money and think mom's going to bring the child up. It's, It's a business, a family, and the authority figures of the mother and the father, they both have a responsibility to know what they're doing to bring up their kids. But like you mentioned, you you heard there are many cases of bitter divorces where the moms just don't want the fathers or they turn the child against the fathers. There's just too many factors that we can really generalise and have some idea of why fathers are absent. There's no question when there is an absent father, if the mother's not coping, Absolutely, it's, it's going to be detrimental. Uh, but always, it's always also about choice. But the responsibility rests on those adults. And that last one when he said he had three one-night stands, three different kids, it's not, I don't think that's such an abnormal situation. And, uh, that's what we've got to do. With you. Fathers have to be confronted a little bit more in terms of their responsibility, but I think also mothers in knowing, even if they're angry or bitter about the dad, that issue is one thing. Raising the child is another, and I tell parents that are getting divorced, you sort your issues out, but you've got to work in the best interest of this child. Yeah. Otherwise, we are destroying another human being because of our own resentments. So we've just got to look at all the factors. But I do believe that we're not making, well, I think most parents as accountable as we should be, but certainly fathers that sit on the side and just don't play a part, accepting maybe spoil the kid or play with him for five minutes. It's not good enough. They
1: have to be part of the whole process. Mm. Uh,
2: uh, uh, that I'm uh, forgetting? Okay. i got to echo <laughs> what, what, what Dr. Resnick said. Sort out your issues. Don't poison the child. Do not, sometimes we, we make a conscious effort to, to poison, to teach the child to hate, absolutely hate. And, 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 and as so many children are secrets. 25-year-old, 50-year-old secrets that we are holding. And and when those children find out who their fathers are, for that, start, please, parents, families, and everybody out there, when a man wants to make a conscious effort to be of positive influence in the life of the child, give them a chance. Deal with your issues as adults, away from the child. But please do not... Deny the child an opportunity to be fathered.
1: Mm. Well, what about Bongani's situation, where there's, uh, you know, a mother, of um, a, a, a grandmother, who, you know, ha- seems to have stepped into the fray and is uh, overbearing in this situation?
3: Okay, can I come in there? Yes, yeah. I think uh, what I always say to parents, the grandmother has helped sort of. Uh, nobody does a perfect job, and that grandmother wouldn't have done a perfect job. It's the parents' job. Grandmothers have got no rights to really interfere. They can maybe give advice, but when it's asked. But you can't have a child witnessing a grandmother overriding their own parents. I mm-hmm. mean, what is going to happen to that respect if they hear their granny being able to spoil the child, even though the parents might have said, listen, we don't want you to. So grandmothers have to understand. Like right with their children, they've got children. It's their children or the, the adult's responsibility there to bring up the kids. If they have any issues, she's got to speak to her, to her children and just in views. But she cannot interfere in the parenting overriding the, the actual parents.
1: Mm. Okay, let's go back to the lines. Um, uh, Tulani and Mangaoon, good morning.
3: Hello. Hi,
6: Hi Tulani. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Tulani.
2: Make your point. Let's hear what you have to say today.
6: Uh, Sir, so I just want to say that I'm a father of two children. Yeah, my daughter is 21, 23, and my son is seventeen. Yeah, I stayed with their mom for. So my daughter was born nineteen ninety two, and then in two thousand and six, I got a restriction order through lies. Not having, I was not allowed to go to my house, but I forced. I said to the magistrate, "Nobody is going to protect my children like me. I will not interfere with my wife. I want to be there for my children. Mm-hmm. I made sure that I'm always there." praying, uh, uh, reading them stories at night, trying not to change their routine since when we were living together. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, it's for a man to raise his child, he has to force to be there for them. Sometimes the mothers, they want to use the children to hurt us. Mm -hmm. And then many men, they become demoralized, they become tired, and they just leave it, let it go. But the fact is, I don't think there's any man that cannot love his child. You might be a dead husband, but I'm sure as a man, we are all good fathers.
1: Mm, thank okay, you. thank you, Tulani. Good point there. Fight to be involved in your child's life. Let's go to uh, Temba M. Lazi. Good morning.
7: Um, good morning. Uh, two points. Um, there's a study, there's a document um, that came out in 2009. It says 9 million kids grow up without uh, fathers present in their life. The figures are as follows. 85% of Indian children grow up with their fathers. 83% of uh, white children grow up with their fathers. 53% of colored kids grow up with their fathers. And only 30% of black kids grow up with their fathers. I mean, like, on a day-to-day basis, we actually find a father in the house. And now, as a father of two kids, of two daughters, there's nothing much more uplifting and, and, and when you see a child's mark. On a day-to-day basis you take your child to aftercare, you take your child swimming lessons, ballet so forth, all these extraordinary activities. Those are things that nobody can actually give them to you. And I implore, especially our black brothers, to please give the kids. It's it's priceless. The smiles, the laughs and everything. That's all I have to say. Thank you.
1: Thanks,
2: Tim. And and I think there's no shame in saying, look, I just don't know how to do it. Can I, I go somewhere? Let me get a coach. On how to do it because I, I, I'm i afraid and I'm always getting it wrong and I'm just always messing up and and I just go there to fight with the mother instead of investing positively. You can't microwave uh, fathering. You can't.
1: Because mm, says, who poisons the children in most cases? It's the women. Let's talk about that. Well, maybe we'll make time to talk about that. But right now, we are focusing on the issue of absent fathers. Whatever the reasons may be, we want to hear those. Let's go to Bukhotse and Calvin. Even they may be
2: physically present, by the way.
1: Yes, that yeah. too. Bukhotse? Yeah. Hi. Hello, Sakina. Can yes. You can you hear me
8: well? We can hear you. Yeah, my, my, my phone is a bit problematic. I see you don't know vasquez. I
1: I know it now. I know it now.
8: Oh, okay. And Sakina, listen, um, you know, we're sitting here and discussing and talking about the symptoms of the problem that we have at hand. Until and unless we get to the root cause of um, this uh, dysfunctional uh, uh, problem that we have, in the family unit we will never address it it's a self-perpetuating problem we've got to get the root cause and then remedy the situation you say certain if you conquer a people and subjugate them the first thing you do is to destroy their culture and their customs take away the land make themselves and um, uh, subjugate them to be uh, uh, and break the family unit once you break the family unit that's it and that is where we are now that is the root cause of everything our traditions our customs have been destroyed From the beginning in the 18th century, and this has been going on with the family unit being broken with um, uh, the hostels and all that. That is why today we've got illegitimate children, we've got because of broken families and lack of tradition and custom.
2: Can I ask a quick question, Dati? What would you you recommend to a man who is broken and now wants to get? He's fathering in order. We know the reasons how he got there. Now we have to build the man so that he can father positively.
1: Mm, we lost him, unfortunately. But, um, you know, maybe someone else wants to come in and respond to that as well. Charles in Cape Town. Hello. Uh, Charles not there. Let's go to Whitbang. Jeffrey, hello. Morning, Jeffrey. Good
9: morning. Morning, uh,
1: how are you? Okay, new Jeffrey.
9: Hello, hello. Uh, look, uh, Sarkina, uh, I think uh, it's a very emotional, uh, you know, uh, topic because I'm one of those absent fathers, and uh, I, I want to tell you, uh, together with the panel and uh, all the South African doctors, uh, each and every case will be according to its own merit. Yeah. Uh, in my case, in, in my case, I, 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 I separated with the mother of the child. Mm-hmm. Then when you separate with the mother of the child, if the communication is broken. You can't even, you can because the, 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 daughter is still little. You can't even try to buy a phone so that you can able to connect with. And when you call the mother, the mother tell you that, don't call me anymore. And you say, I want to talk to the, to the child. And you, you know, that's the problem that we're having. And at the end of the day, if you're not strong enough, what you'll do, you'll become absent and then you will leave the child. But I need to advise that at the same time, if you do that, you are, you, you know, you are abusing the child emotionally because the child needs you and she doesn't, she doesn't understand, and she doesn't even buy it. whether uh, there was a problems which maybe they cannot be, uh, I mean, resolved at the end of the day as you as partners and or the parents of the child. The child will as, as well needs you. It's for the, the fathers to strive each and every day to make sure that she, he or he has a, a, a connection with the child. Because at the end of the day, the child will have the bitter emotion against the child, against the, the father, to say the father has never been there for, 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 for her or he. you understand?
2: I think, so, I think, but that, I think that, Baba, okay? I think the point we've been trying to make here is it's up about time that the adults in the equation get mature, grow up and stop investing in hating and wars and what have you yesterday i was watching a film where there was this man who divorced with his wife the wife got somebody yeah. to try and kill him and and eventually the wife ended up in jail this man yeah this man made it his effort to take the child to the mother in prison yeah. because he wanted to invest in the well-being of the child. So we need to yeah. get over ourselves and invest in what the doctor was saying earlier, the
1: best interest of the child. Mm. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you so much. Let's go to Charles in Cape Town. I believe he's there now. Good morning, Charles.
5: Good morning, Fakina. Um Just very quickly, my story is that I wrote of my own father at the age of 13. It was a very young age to make such a conscious decision, but it was through a lot of disappointments, and the mother rose and fell with me, and um, I had a pleasure of meeting my own siblings from his marriage at the age of 31, and they did not have that any much better. He is alive, he is present in their lives, but absent. With me, at least, I know that he was absent in my life. And I made the choice to, to write him off. And like the your, your guest has said earlier, it's got nothing to do with material things. It's just you as a parent being mm-hmm. present in your own life. Yeah. And he, he, in retrospect, it actually did me a favor because it, it spurred me on to make something better of my life mm-hmm. than if he, if it would have been in my life. Thanks. That's all I've got to add.
1: Thank L- you so much for sharing that, Charles. Let none of us rest on excuses. I- I- indeed. Antonio and Port Elizabeth, good morning.
0: Hi, good morning, Sakina. Hi, Antonio. Hello. Hi. I just want to make one point quickly, man. Um, I would concur with a few callers there, um, especially I think it was Bongani just before your news break, um, which made a very strong point because I also find myself more or less in a similar situation like that. Um, however, mine was not with a grandmother. Mine was directly with the child's mother. Um, Even to the fact that um, financially I see to the child, I was there when the child was born. And the challenges start to happen when we broke up, when myself and the mother actually broke up our relationship. And that's where it actually started to go wrong. And then the culture of that behavior of the mother actually changed completely towards me, um, which my point always was, let's look at the best interest of the child. And then specifically with that, it even had a situation where I needed to approach the family advocate, um, which still disputed when the family advocate basically facilitated the process. Um, it went to a point where I actually had to get a private attorney to do this particular case for me, which obviously I needed to approach financial institutions, mm. which I needed to borrow money to, 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 to pay this private attorney off, just for this thing, but it went on for two years hence they've made a ruling now in court there was a ruling made specifically in court now but hence the ruling was made even after the ruling was made everything was just smooth for about two to three months after particular that three months again it starts again so what happens now is they say that we must come back to court right if things like that goes wrong again however now i had to get the attorney again and now it's going to cost me money again but financially the child gets supported Um, extra mural activities where I get the child involved in, um, the child is involved in those activities for a month or two, then the mother actually removed the child from these activities. Just specifically to cut my time spending with the particular child. So I think we need also to look at the situation, yes, there is good fathers, if my child must spend an entire weekend with me, that's fine, I'm prepared to leave everything, whatever, and make sure that that weekend, that's my child's weekend. But we also need to look at a situation where mothers on the other side, we do get situations where they also are at fault. Mm-hmm. And we need to look at that part as well, because constantly, yes, in some of us, maybe
1: that fails and we do mistakes. Mm-hmm. But give us the
0: opportunity also to rectify it.
1: Okay. Thank you, Satina. Thanks, Antonio. And, and, and I've noted it because many of you have uh, screamed that, you know, from the rooftops that, Mothers sometimes are part of the reason why fathers are absent. They make it difficult. They push them away yeah. and they use these children as weapons in their fight with the fathers. Yeah. So we'll yeah. definitely come back to that aspect of the debate. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just read uh, some more messages. Wongi Ann says, my father left us uh, 15 years ago and he came back broke. Now as a pensioner. He wants to reap the love that he never sowed in our lives. And I'm sure you'll find that many people, you know, can relate to that particular story. That scenario repeats itself so
2: many times again.
1: Absolutely. Graham says, I can't imagine not talking to my boys daily. The one is 32, the other is 28. The youngest lives in the UK. And uh, my wife and I, we've been married for 32 years. Uh, This one from uh, Puelano Malema who says, Father's Day uh, matters. I can proudly say... Say that my dad took good care of us mm. and is still my hero. Twenty nine years later, yeah. I love him so much. Um, and uh, MDMX says, "What about uh, those who are cut off from the child's life because they love, uh, they didn't love the mother enough to get married to her?" And Mko GP, thank you so much for sending those very beautiful pictures of you with your children. Mm. Saying, "I even uh, forget that I didn't have my parents to raise me mm-hmm. um, uh, when I am." Around them, so Mko says he didn't have his parents. I think I saw a tweet from Tony as well an SMS message that also spoke about not having a, both parents caring for you as a child. Uh, but well, then, one
2: of the challenges I have for a younger men is you are bitter that your father was absent, and the next thing you go and make a child and you tell your girlfriend to abort, or you just refuse to be involved, and so it becomes generation after generation after generation why become
1: a part of what the very thing that you hate Uh, Veli also talks about the fact that black men are being killed on a daily basis and uh, why is it that this is not addressed when speaking about absent fathers a few others here, uh, Jacob Wapitoli says, Sakina, why was the research focused on African fathers only, it wasn't Um, I was just highlighting some of the aspects that came through uh, but um, you know, you need to go and read more into it, Um, so um, there is research that speaks to the phenomenon overall. Um, Also, it would be interesting to explore the racial differences uh, on this issue as well. Absolutely, Jacob. Uh, Maboko in uh, Skinoto says, please use alternative word for ATM fathers because some of us are prevented from being closer to our kids by you women. Um, This one says, is there a law to protect a child financially? Another one, yawn, excuses, excuses. What about girls who grow up with nothing but who turn out to be fantastic mothers? Um, This one says, a lot of dads are pushed away these days. Uh, They want to be there, not only materially. And then uh, Max says, it's a difficult topic. Um, I find out that sometimes mothers want to be married if a child comes along and maybe they are not ready and then cut the father. Off. But it goes back to what Ntate Mufukeng was just talking about, the fact that both parents need to take responsibility. If you're going to bring that child into the world, mm-hmm. you know, if you are going to engage in unsafe sexual activity, then you must expect that uh, the resultant uh, outcome from that could be the birth of a human being. And you can't blame anyone or expect anyone else to take responsibility from, for that. I just want to go to Dr. Resnick first.
3: Right, I'll tell you while you were chatting. Uh, you know, if you think Charles Manson and Nelson Mandela were once tiny babies, you just have a look at their rearing and involvement in terms of their parents, etc., and the abuse to know why they ended up like that. And and you're quite right, but the problem is there's just too many different reasons why the absence is to just make a definite generalisation. But you're quite right; children have to be brought up by an adult or adults, and that needs to be their parents. And they've got to leave their their differences out of the back door if they're having issues and work in the best interests interest of the child, as we said earlier. And yeah, you know, so that sort of sums it up, I
1: suppose. Okay. I,
2: I, you just reminded me of something I've said. You know, Sakina, I think a grade four child knows that one sperm, one egg, one time makes a child. Don't come to us here saying it was a mistake. No, it's not a mistake. Simple biology teaches you that. <laughs> and then you want to say, no, the
1: woman did not prevent. Mm. Where were you? And why do you not have responsibility in Ex- that? Exactly. Okay, let's read a few more very quickly. Stephen Durbin says, I have two stepsons that I love like my own. Their father has not been around for years. They are my boys. The oldest just gave me the most beautiful grandson. I'm actually on my way to fetch the youngest to take him to an audition. I knew when I got involved with their mother that uh, the, there were these kids, and I knew I had a responsibility towards those kids. James in Limpopo says, where are we going to and how do we move forward from this point? And uh, this one says, this really highlights the crucial need for women to think so carefully before making babies with any Tom, Dick or Harry. Their children's futures are at stake. Well. I guess that, that, that's a great way to actually, you know, close that segment off. But I have one more, one more SMS from Maxwell. And Maxwell says, SK, I've been looking for my son Tato, whose mom is Janet um, um, Masiapu for the past 15 years without success. So if you know where um, Maxwell can get hold of Tato, his mother's name is Janet um, Masiapu, um, please, please, please get in touch with us and we'll try and you know get you guys connected uh, no it is not Kumbule Kaya it is AM live but uh, yes that's what we were discussing this morning we will do a follow up with women and the issues that they have um, and their culpability in this particular matter but thanks to our guest this morning uh, Dr. Ken Resnick, psychologist and Tate Jerry Mufukeng who's a relationship consultant and marriage counsellor and also to you for your fantastic participation the production team and, of course, uh, I want you to have a fantastic weekend. Keep it warm. It's quite cold out there and we'll see you again bright and early on Monday between 6 and 9 a.m. It's 9 o'clock. Time for news with Tabile Nguato.